This is Art Therapy. Just a few humble discussions on art and the creative process. Its challenges, its rewards, and how it emerges in everybody. Whether you're whizzing around at 2 in the morning with ideas or racking your brains on a boring afternoon for just one stroke of inspiration. Here, we talk about it all. Hello, it's Ted, and this is it. This is the last episode in the five-part process. Regardless of what happens next, your piece is officially done. You made something complete that you're ready to show the world, and that puts your project significantly ahead all unfinished projects out there, which greatly outnumber the complete ones. It takes a real artist and some skill to get that far, so just pat yourself on the back right now. Assuming you're at this point on the project, I'll wait. Did you do it? Did Good? Okay. We're still missing an important part of this equation, however. Your work is signed, sealed, but not delivered. The general population has not seen the project yet. Most art wants to be seen, otherwise what's the point? Apart from proving yourself to be competent with a brush or pencil or camera, a work unpublished and unseen is a work that never happened, tragically. So in this final part of the process, I will be talking about different ways that you can get your work out there and recognized, and how you can make the most out of your finished project. Before the 90s, this step was pretty damn hard. If you were a filmmaker, you can try getting your film shown at local theaters and make revenue off the tickets, or even mail a VHS tape or reel to film festivals in the hopes that they'll love your work. In fact, a lot of mediums back then, films, novels, screenplays, illustrations, music, they were only seen by sending it off to a publisher and hoping they distribute it to the masses after an exchange of money somewhere along the line. Now, if you wanted people to see your work nowadays, you upload the raw file to the internet via YouTube, SoundCloud, Reddit, Instagram, Facebook, you can guarantee that people will have access to it. Releasing your work out into the world has never been easier before, but of course that's only a small part of the publishing process. All the internet really guarantees is that people could possibly see your work. Keyword, possibly. The chances that they will are pretty slim. You'd have to make an effort to show people and ensure that they actually see something that you made. That's a problem because most people outside of friends and family couldn't be bothered. It's a busy world and people value their time. Your artwork has to be worth to them the amount of screen time it takes to take it in. This is assuming, of course, that they even find it in the sea of other artworks on the internet. This is also assuming that you don't want to make money off your work. Putting your work on the internet doesn't usually cost anything, but that means that other people are seeing your hard work for free as well. Does that matter to you? Maybe not. Maybe you're doing it for fun as a hobby, or maybe you're trying to get your work out there in public for exposure. All those are valid reasons, but a fair amount of artists are trying to make a living off of what they make. It's really hard to profit from photography if all your work is in full HD on Reddit or Instagram. So if you want to make a sustainable return for your time spent on a project, you have to seriously consider how you can support your art, any way that your audience can give back to you. It varies from person to person on how you do business in this field, so try to give it your best judgment. People will still support you as long as you're not greedy or demanding. Everything relating to the Art Therapy Podcast is free since it's a passion project of mine and it doesn't really take a considerable amount of time to make compared to like a 20 minute short film. 
If I ever get a larger audience and the podcast gets a bit of traction, well, then I'll see a bigger return on my investment of time and energy, which will give me the incentive to raise the stakes a bit, spend more resources making it, and work to build a bigger revenue, now that the demand has gone up. If the work is proportional to what you get from it, if it's exposure, income, or just fun, then it's a worthwhile process to continue. Now, despite the luxuries of the internet, sometimes spending a bit of extra resources to ensure that your work gets seen is a good option. For film festivals, most submissions require an entry fee, which can range from 20 bucks to hundreds of dollars. It seems ridiculous, especially considering that you have to pay for tickets at the film festivals just to see the damn shows. But if you follow the rules, you can guarantee that your film will get seen by a lot of people, even if you don't win. If you do win, of course, you'll get some eyes on your project, maybe win a big check and bump your film up to a circuit of bigger, awesomer festivals. If you play it right, you can get a huge return on that $20 to $500 entry. It's not as easy as putting it up on YouTube, but it's definitely a steady way to distribute your film to a lot of people. Film is the medium that I know about, but other arts are pretty similar. Submitting your story to a writing competition will give it a chance to get seen in a fair amount more than submitting it to fanfaction.net. In fact, competitions are a pretty good way to publish your work and self-advertise. We're exactly halfway into Inktober. If you want to see your talent as a marker pen-wielding badass, then capitalizing on the buzz of Inktober is a great way to get yourself out there in the art world with your projects. Make sure you pay attention to the art world, both on the internet and the community, to see how and when you can get the most out of your work. Locally, you can stay updated on art shows or sidewalk art festivals, battle the bands, local 48-hour film projects. Any art that's being celebrated that relates to your discipline is a winner, or even just a fun experience. On the internet, you can check what challenges emerge throughout the year, such as Inktober and NaNoWriMo. The more competent and aware you are of what goes on in your field and your community, the better you can get your work out there and the less you'd be fighting an uphill battle. Full disclosure, I don't know the secret sauce to being successful at publishing your work and getting it out for the world to see. Everything I've put up online in competitions thus far has been a roll of the dice, and sometimes it wins some things, sometimes it gets views, and sometimes it gets less than 10 views and never sees the light of day. It's honestly pretty random at times. I'm not a master of going viral because it's never happened to me yet, if at all. Predicting something like that would be predicting the wild, volatile, and unstable universe that's the internet, which is not for the fate of heart and mind. I assure you, if anything does become successful, you will be the first to know how. <laughs> Publishing something, getting it out there is an uphill climb, and it can be the longest part of any project. Remember when I said revision was the longest? Well, I lied. Well, I didn't lie. I mean, it depends on your work and how you get it out. Getting your work seen by lots of people is often harder than the project itself. So putting a lot of time into planning the best campaign to release your art will ensure that your work wasn't wasted. Okay, sounds good. That's it. You're done with your project. That's not right. I got a better one. Almost getting there. Almost. Hold up. There we go. That's perfect. That's perfect. Oh my god. Well done. How does it feel? Were you, were you actually working on something and you finished by the time you listened to this? I mean, that would be pretty awesome. Pro probably not.
But that's cool. I'm, I'm still proud of you for listening to my annoying voice for five episodes. Closing thoughts? Yeah, okay. Uh, I got some closing thoughts. Let's see. We all have our processes with ideas, with art, with life. It's a beautiful thing that we all have in common. We follow through those little processes because we want to see that thing that started in our heads become something real and meaningful and lasting. Even if we succeed, even if we see that finished book on the shelf of Barnes & Noble or that painting in the gallery, that movie on the big screen, we revel in that success, but we always want a little bit more, which is what brings us back to the drawing board and starts the process all over again. A true artist finds more meaning and happiness in the process than in the success. Cool. Well, that's it for me. I'm going to be taking a short break these next two weeks. I'm going to crank out a bunch of episodes to stock up on so I can keep calm during the finals and other projects. So thank you very much for listening. This has been a pretty fun five weeks outlining this process. I will talk to you guys in two Tuesdays. Adios. Mm.